Welcome to the drdavidmarlin.com Stable Science Podcast. I'm Dr. David Marlin, and along with a great team of experts, I'm helping horse owners and riders achieve optimal performance for their much-loved horses. In these podcasts, we will discuss science-led research, technology, information, and advice to help you care for your horses so they may live healthier, happier, and longer lives. To support the podcast and all our research and science for horses, go to our website, www.drdavidmarlin.com, and to learn more about what we do and the hot topics under discussion, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, in this podcast we're going to talk about equine joint supplements, almost certainly the most common supplement that anyone will be feeding their horse. So, if you've looked for an equine joint supplement, then you may have put in search terms such as best horse joint supplement review, horse supplements for joints reviews, equine joint supplement reviews, uh, and you put those into Google, and you're going to get a lot of results. And of course, the first page is going to be paid adverts from companies trying to sell you an equine joint supplement. The next post will probably be reviews uh, in magazines or online horse sites. And these are almost certainly only going to list some common joint supplements uh, and won't delve into anything objective, such as whether they're backed by clinical trials or not, or comparing the actual composition and active ingredients. And unfortunately, in many cases, the joint supplements that appear in these inverted commas independent reviews are far from independent. The supplements listed are highly likely to be from companies that have paid to have them, have them included or who advertise regularly with that magazine or site. So not independent at all. Your next point of call uh, or even first port of call may be a horsey Facebook page. And of course, there are hundreds of posts about equine joint supplements, but the problem is the comments have no structure, and so it's almost impossible to come to any conclusion. Um, and some companies may even be paying influencers to promote their products, uh, so to go on uh, social media pages and put positive comments in. All of these factors are one of the reasons we conduct large structured surveys and do our own independent investigation and testing so you don't have to. 
And so you can see at a glance how best to spend your hard-earned money to maximise benefit for your horses. Because let's face it, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors when it comes to selling equine joint supplements. So what are equine joint supplements? Well, equine joint supplements are, uh, are liquids or powders or pellets uh, for oral consumption and are often classed as nutraceuticals. They are not feeds, although some feeds may contain ingredients commonly found in equine joint supplements, such as glucosamine or MSM. They are also not drugs or pharmaceuticals. In many countries, laws are very strict governing what can be claimed for equine joint supplements, and claims to treat, prevent, cure, or restore uh, are usually not permitted. Also, mention of specific conditions such as osteoarthritis are also usually prohibited. Um, and you're not allowed, if there are studies showing evidence of efficacy of equine joint supplements, these are not allowed to be directly referred to in marketing. And this is to make sure that there is a clear distinction between supplements and pharmaceuticals. So are equine joint supplements important? Well, osteoarthritis is common in horses and ponies. Osteoarthritis leads to swollen and painful joints due to wearing away of the cartilage, which is the covering on the ends of the bones where two bones or more meet in a joint. The result is that horses can be uh, very stiff or lame. And there, of course, are a variety of medications available that can be used to treat the pain and or inflammation within the joint. Some are oral, some are injected. Being able to regenerate cartilage has been for many years the holy grail and is, this is now just showing great promise uh, through techniques such as injection of rejuvenated uh, stem cells into the joint space. Pain relief, analgesia, can be given but this does not treat the underlying problem and many medications also have side effects when used long time uh, term. Sorry. Whilst equine joint supplements should certainly not be seen as an alternative to any medicines, they do have a place and can be used alongside pharmaceuticals. There is very good evidence for the efficacy of a small number of commercial joint supplements, currently only uh, about 10 of which are available worldwide, of which 5 are available in the UK, um, and for individual ingredients such as glucosamine. Um, equine joint supplements are also as we've said already, one of the most commonly purchased supplements. Uh, and they have a high level of safety and relatively low level of side effects. And with the cost of veterinary treatments, it's very easy to understand why horse owners may look for more affordable uh, options. So what can and can't you expect from an equine joint supplement? Well, depending on the ingredients, of course, whether the levels of those ingredients are high enough, Ingredients such as MSM, vitamin C, vitamin E, omega-3s, EPA and DHA, Boswellia serrata may all help with inflammation and pain in muscles as well as joints. However, it's unlikely that the ingredients in equine joint supplements will help bone uh, or tendon issues. How many equine joint supplements are there on the market? literally hundreds we can see this either by googling something as simple as equine joint supplements or best horse joint supplement or from the number of different supplements mentioned on social media or even by the number of different joint supplements entered when we run online surveys 
But equine joint supplements, whilst usually cheaper than veterinary medicines, are not always cheap. Uh, often, if a joint supplement is cheap, then this is probably reflected in the fact that it either has cheap active ingredients or low levels of expensive active ingredients. At the same time, there's probably minimal justification for a joint supplement that costs more than three or four pounds a day. What's likely to be in equine joint supplements? Well, there's actually a large number of different ingredients which are commonly found in equine joint supplements, including glucosamine hydrochloride, glucosamine sulfate, glucosamine, MSM, uh, vitamin C, as L-ascorbic acid, ascorbyl monophosphate or ascorbyl palmitate, uh, chondroitin sulfate, omega-3, acosapentaenoic acid, EPA, docosahexanoic acid, DHA, hyaluronic acid, often abbreviated HA, uh, sodium hyaluronate as a source of HA, uh, avocado and soybean unsamponifiables, ASUs, Boswellia serrata, raw or concentrated extract, vitamin E, natural or synthetic, collagen peptides, green lip muscle, shark cartilage, abalone, biota orientalis, turmeric, curcumin, black pepper, bioparine, piperine, devil's claw, and rose hips. <laughs> I need a pause after that. Uh, but there's also many other ingredients that you'll see in uh, in equine joint supplements for which there's really no evidence of ep- efficacy including minerals such as copper manganese magnesium zinc glutamine lysine methionine are joint supplements legal to compete on in general yes but certain ingredients are banned for fei or affiliated competitions or in racing in some countries for example msm was added to the banned substance list for racing in the uk in August 2022, uh, last year. And whilst many equine joint supplements will have uh, statements on their labels saying legal for FEI and racing, it's important that you check the ingredients for your sport and country, as what is legal in one place or sport won't necessarily be legal in another. And of course, for FEI competition, there is an online database where you can check whether ingredients are legal or not just put in uh, prohibited substances database fei clean sport and you should find that so all those different ingredients which ones have evidence of efficacy well as far as individual ingredients there are peer-reviewed published scientific papers supporting the use of glucosamine chondroitin sulfate msm hyaluronic acid green lip muscle extract and uh, asu but a word of caution Companies selling joint supplements will often refer to clinical trials supporting their own supplement, but frequently the levels of active ingredients in their product are much lower than those used in the trials. For example, research suggests the minimum daily intake of glucosamine to be effective is 20 milligrams per kilogram of body weight or 10 grams for a 500 kilogram horse. And out of 27 equine joint supplement products on the UK market containing glucosamine only six essentially one in five provided 10 grams or more of glucosamine per day for a 500 kilogram horse can equine joint supplements be harmful well one would hope that companies making equine joint supplements would undertake research and trials before releasing products onto the market you may be surprised to learn that only a few companies actually do this and there's no legal requirement 
in most countries for companies to undertake any trials at all. Um, in many countries, what can and can't be used in an equine joint supplement is regulated by law. Uh, for example, in the UK, there are registers of animal feed ingredients or ingredients classed as additives, and only ingredients that apply on these re- uh, appear sorry, on these registers specifically for horses can legally be used. Uh, an ingredient license for dogs, for example, cannot be used for a horse product. In recent years, as far as safety, uh, there have been a lot of social media posts that have propagated the myth that glucosamine is harmful for laminitis-prone, PSSM, tying-up prone, EMS cushions or overweight horses because glucosamine is converted to glucose. A common sense check should really immediately tell us this is complete rubbish. Firstly, at 10 grams a day, even if all the glucosamine was converted to glucose, and it won't be, it isn't, that's still only 10 grams of glucose. A horse would get that amount of sugar in a few mouthfuls of hay. Trust me, 10 grams of glucose, two teaspoons, will have no effect at all on a horse or pony's blood sugar level. And further evidence that glucosamine is not a risk comes from a variety of studies. Uh, Anderson and et al. 2005 showed that only a very small portion of glucosamine is actually converted to sugar. Secondly, many of the studies suggesting a link between glucosamine and insulin dysregulation are either in isolated cells, use really, really high doses of glucosamine, or are actually really poorly designed and, and flawed. And FAM et al. 2007 pointed out glucosamine is widely used as a treatment for osteoarthritis, which is a condition associated with both obesity and type 2 diabetes mellitus, uh, i.e. insulin sensitivity. And there is a major red flag. The condition for which people take glucosamine is a condition that is also associated with an increased risk of insulin insensitivity and obesity. So to say glucosamine leads to insulin insensitivity or obesity is confusing an association with cause and effect. It's a common mistake. Finally, uh, some other quotes from Anderson et al. 2005. Oral administration of large doses of glucosamine in animals has no documented effects on glucose metabolism. Side effects were significantly less common with glucosamine than placebo or non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. And a more recent review by Salazar et al. 2014 concluded evidence supporting diabetogenesis, i.e. insulin dysregulation, by glucosamine remains scarce in humans and to date this association should be considered only a theoretical possibility. So this is a case of some people adding one and one together and getting a hundred. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. What might influence the cost of an equine joint supplement? Well, some equine joint supplement ingredients are cheap and some are expensive. Per kilogram, glucosamine, MSM, vitamin C are relatively cheap, whilst things like HA, curcumin, piperine, natural vitamin E are actually very expensive. What about marketing? Well, sadly, many companies indulge in illegal marketing to sell their products. Um, Unless it's a registered medicine, in most countries it would be illegal to claim an equine joint supplement reduces or prevents lameness or treats arthritis. In fact, it's usually specifically prohibited to even mention clinical conditions such as lameness or arthritis or osteoarthritis. And words such as improve, boost, treat, cure, repair are terms usually reserved legally for medicines. But sadly, this doesn't stop many companies using those terms. Lack of transparency is another major red flag for me. Companies are required by law to provide information about their product as follows, and it varies by by country. This is, for example, in the UK. Composition, a list of ingredients if they appear on the feed materials register in descending order of amount included. Additives per kilogram, a list of any ingredients from the register of feed additives, including the ingredient code and the amount per kilogram. And what are called analytical constituents, the percentage of crude protein, crude fats and oils, crude ash, crude fibre and sodium in the finished product. And this is really of no relevance to supplements, but it's obviously critical for uh, understanding feeds. So there is no requirement for a company to provide the amounts of ingredients that are listed under composition. And these are often active ingredients. The most common excuse I hear is that companies don't provide full disclosure because it, it protects their formulation and they don't want to be copied. This doesn't explain why some companies are fully transparent and provide additional information in the format of something like active ingredients per day, grams for a 500 kilogram horse at maintenance, glucosamine 10 grams, MSM 5 grams, chondroitin sulfate low molecular weight 90% pure 3 grams, vitamin C as a school bar monophosphate 3 grams. Some companies do it. What what? Why are they not so worried about protecting their formulation? Companies are under no obligation to provide a full breakdown, but without it, owners cannot make comparison between supplements. So please ask yourself, if a company isn't 100% transparent, why might that be? Don't buy into that they're protecting their formulation story. It's just rubbish. If you have a great product, then surely you'd want to show that. Another trick that's used a lot in trying to sell uh, supplements in general, especially joint supplements, is to use wording such as no fillers, carriers or bulking agents. There are actually at least eight good reasons why an equine joint supplement or any other supplement come for that might include a carrier, sometimes called an excipient. And these include things like improving palatability, 
um, improving the stability of the ingredients during storage and ensuring even distribution of the active ingredients so that you don't get ingredients settling out and end up feeding a small amount at the top of the tub and a huge amount, for example, as you reach the bottom. So as an example of how companies use this no fillers uh, trick, let's take a look at a joint supplement that contains 100% active ingredients. And the website might state each daily serving um, as, for example, 50% glucosamine, 25% MSM, 25% vitamin C. It all adds up to 100%. But it's absolutely meaningless unless you know the daily serving amount. So if the daily serving is 10 grams with no carrier, it's absolutely true that that's 100% active ingredients. But it actually only supplies 5 grams of glucosamine, 2.5 grams MSM, and 2.5 grams of vitamin C. That's not going to help any horse or pony. So let's take a look at another uh, fictitious equine joint supplement, which has 60% of a carrier for palatability, stability, etc., this supplement has a feeding rate of 100 grams per day and the breakdown would be carrier 60%, glucosamine 20%, MSM 10%, vitamin C 10%. So on the surface it looks like this is an inferior product but if we look at the amounts we see that the one with 60% filler actually provides 20 grams of glucosamine, 10 grams of MSM and 10 grams of vitamin C, four times the amount of active ingredients than the supplement that's marketed as no fillers or carriers. And that's why some companies will rather talk about percent than talk about actual grams today to confuse you. Uh, one thing to further note here is that companies are required, at least in the UK, to provide the same information on their website as they do on the product label, and, and many don't. What other tricks might companies be playing on you? Well, vitamin C is a good example. Vitamin C can come in a number of different forms. Um, it can really help with joints. It's a naturally uh, occurring vitamin C form is known as L-ascorbic acid and is a pretty cheap ingredient. But horses can actually make their own L-ascorbic acid and don't have a very good ability to form uh, to absorb the natural form. An L-ascorbic acid is actually also very unstable and degrades very quickly over time, especially in light-coloured and transparent packaging or if exposed to sunlight and or heat. So there are other alternatives, a scorbar monophosphate, a scorbar palmitate, are more stable and more bioavailable, but they're also more expensive. So if you're trying to cut corners or you don't know the science, you will probably use L-ascorbic acid in your equine joint supplement. Another trick that is used by a number of companies is to make a big noise about including omega-3 oils on the label, but it's disguised as being from vegetable source uh, instead of marine sources. The reason being, marine sources of omega-3 are significantly more effective for joint function than plant sources, but some companies try to pass off plant sources as being the same. They're not. They're much, much cheaper and much, much less effective. Uh, another example of how you may be conned is when companies include chondroitin sulfate on the label but don't state the molecular weight or the percent purity. 
so a low molecular weight chondroitin sulfate raw material that's 90% pure could be 5 to 10 times more expensive than a medium to large molecular weight raw material that's only 70% pure. One's going to work a lot better than the other. And it's the expensive one that will unfortunately work much better. The final trick is to have long loading periods. If an equine joint supplement is helping your horse or pony, then you should really see results in 7 days, 14 days at the maximum. If you don't think there has been an improvement after 4 weeks, often one tub or pouch, then I would personally not recommend continuing to buy that product. And finally, value for money. Most of the world, unfortunately, is now being hit by the cost of living crisis. So at this time, it's even more important that you spend your money carefully on things that have a high chance of working. Social media is not really the place to get this kind of insight. Um, High quality published clinical trials are the best evidence for efficacy, followed by large scale independent structured surveys such as the ones we run and detailed comparisons which show you exactly what you're getting for your money. And finally, a top tip here is to look for companies that offer a money-back guarantee. This suggests that the company know that the product they are selling has a very high chance of working. Otherwise, they would be really out of business very quickly. So, I hope that's helped demystify the world of equine joint supplements and help you to make better choices or inform choices if you do need to buy one or you're using one at the present time. Hope you enjoyed it. Bye-bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com I hope you enjoyed this podcast and the Stable Science series. If you want to learn more about this topic and our work, head over to the drdavidmarlin.com website. Our website and community of members discuss a wide breadth of topics and the website houses thousands of articles, webinars, videos and research, all designed to help horse owners, riders, trainers and breeders achieve optimal performance for their much-loved horses. The drdavidmarlin.com site is an independent information resource for all equestrians, a source of unbiased, science-based research. To learn more about what we do and the hot topics under discussion, follow us on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter.